Bearded Bowman. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a moment and start off this episode by thanking all of the harbingers of medical device destruction for guaranteeing my job security and my fellow biomeds. Don't get me wrong. I have met countless incredible medical professionals over the years. One of my best friends happens to be a nurse. But to be frank, some of you have me questioning life from time to time. I will simply tell you that probably half of my repairs are due to avoidable damage, meaning somebody did something stupid. This involves patient monitors being dropped or smashed by both patients and staff, power cords being ripped from the equipment or pulling out the entire wall socket itself, putting things that are flammable against hot surfaces, using unwarranted cleaning solutions that then intrude into the medical device and fry the motherboards, and the time classic of utilizing hospital beds and anything on wheels as a battering ram. One notable siege that comes to mind is a crash cart flinging a defibrillator across a hallway, smashing it into pieces. You can guess it didn't make it. I am a field tech. As opposed to being employed under one hospital, I take care of various medical facilities across the DFW area. Hospitals, surgery centers, eye centers, doctor's offices, the whole shebang. This has both its advantages and disadvantages. The advantage is I get to deal with something new every day. I get to learn new modalities. My knowledge is ever increasing. I also get to meet new people all the time. The disadvantage is since I go to so many different places, I am far more prone to come across something stupid every day. Now, I have always pondered how great it would be to show up to the same place, see familiar faces, work with other techs around me, build camaraderie like back in the military days. But then I come to my senses and I revel in the thrill of getting to drive over 20,000 miles a year in my personal vehicle for work. I absolutely do not knock my fellow biomed out there for holding down those major hospital systems. I give you all the props. One thing I do not envy with that station is the politics associated with it. People, if you think it doesn't get real petty real quick between departments, fighting for resources, support, financing personnel, especially at the biomed department expense, you would be surprised. I hear about it all the time. The biomed is an evolving creature, one who wields tools sarcasm, and lives off coffee if they know what's good for them. We all specialize in different areas because no matter how experienced a tech may be, none of us are going to know everything and that's okay. Medical equipment is ever evolving and always improving. I learned just a few weeks ago that closing my mouth under a hydraulic pump replacement is a health conscious decision. Go figure. Or to avoid a filled Neptune that is sat all weekend with not being emptied out. For those of you that don't know, A Neptune is that fun vacuum system used to suck out all the nasty crap from inside you during operations, i.e. fat, blood, and everything in between. I will tell you that the smell isn't worth the scratch and sniff. Now, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Many hospitals are hoarders. Not all of them, but many. What can you mean by that? Damn near every facility I take care of, whether it's a hospital or surgery center, all have a room or area that I have so deemed the scratch and dent department that if you walked into, you would either A, wonder why this didn't make it onto an episode of Hoarders, or B, 
ponder if this equipment is able to be used on patients because it's covered in dust, medical files, or the vintage-esque aesthetic of it. I will simply tell you that I could see why you would raise those questions. I recently had an occurrence of this happen at a regional hospital I take care of. I received a service call, drove a couple hours out there, and I put back into service a Hamilton RK600 hypothermia unit. I encourage you to look it up. Now, luckily for you, fair patient, no medical device will ever be put back into service without a biomed's thorough testing and signing off on unless someone wants to try out the legal system. Now, if you were fortunate enough to have time to Google it and see what it looked like, right now you would come to the same conclusion as I did that maybe they should have been a bit more liberal with their funds and purchased something within the past couple decades. Needless to say, the damn thing does work. It sounds like a diesel engine when it runs, but it does its job according to manufacturer specs. Now, if you haven't gathered by now, hospitals are businesses. They do everything in their power not to spend money on something until they have no choice. This holds true for medical equipment service and repair. Biomeds have the nifty ability to track life cycle management and offer advice day-to-day, in and out, to let them know that it's time to look at moving on to a newer model because your equipment is so old the manufacturer literally laughs at us when we call them about supporting it. Or they'll hand us an end-of-life letter and say you're screwed. Sometimes we get lucky and find some jackass third-party supplier that bought up all the remaining part supply warehouse shelf from the manufacturer, but then they charge you more than what the equipment is even worth for that part at that point. Did I mention I love my job? This will bring me into the subject of right to repair. This is an ongoing battle to allow us to be even able to repair or service our hospital's equipment because the manufacturer wants to get even more money off of you by not selling the parts so they can charge you an assessment fee because you have to send it in so it can even have a chance of getting repaired. We describe this as the equipment being proprietary, but simply it means they just want more money off of you. Now, even some of the larger manufacturers will go out of their way to sell a new CT, RAD system, MRI, ultrasound, what have you, and tie biomed work to it to sweeten the pot. But what they don't tell you, hospital system, is that you're not going to get the same level of support that a local biomed could provide, not even close. They just want you to buy their system so they can make that money off of you. They don't make money off of general biomed. Now I want to go into another point. I want to point out that a point of contention for me that makes all sides' ability to succeed even harder. The authoritative bodies such as CMS, Joint Commission, DNV, etc. are the bodies that are in place to assure federal regulatory compliance for medical facilities. So whenever you as a patient enter a hospital and see a sign saying accredited Joint Commission, they're the ones that pass down judgmental areas of contention inside that facility. I absolutely agree that they are needed. It's important for hospitals to be compliant so that they are doing what they're supposed to do to ensure patient safety and optimal care. Now, in order for hospitals to receive those reimbursements for Medicare and Medicaid, they have to meet that accreditation passing rate by what Joint Commission determines. Now, it is safe to assume that Joint Commission having the power to take away reimbursement of federal aid is a huge deal. So when an inspector makes a demand, no matter how ridiculous or even if it's not congruent with other inspectors anywhere, it doesn't matter because they hold your facility in their hands. 
Now, I can tell you that when a facility knows they are about to get a visit, you will never see a more cleaner, organized department with such an emphasis on either hiding faulty equipment or suddenly caring to fix something broken for months that the biomed advised to do so prior. So it is necessary to have this cog to keep hospitals compliant because at the end of the day, patient safety rules all. Now, if CMS is the lowest on totem pole when it comes to compliance and Joint Commission is a bit more stringent, then DFV is definitely a whole other level. They observe ISO 9001 quality management compliance. Healthcare as a whole, even for biomed operations, is all about moving towards ISO certification, and rightly so since it calls to continuously improve processes, controls, accountability, risk, etc. This is a deeper echelon compared to the other two, but I am fully on board with this as opposed to what I see in the wilderness right now. Um, my company as well, we are moving into ISO certification. So it's coming. Now, an example of this is I have one surgery center that one random year an inspector came in and told them they had to have every single outlet in the facility tagged with the inspection sticker with a specialized custom-made document displaying X's showing they were electrical safety tested. Now, I don't have a gripe about testing outlets. It's actually a general practice to test general area and critical care outlets in medical facilities. What I have an issue with is that out of the hundreds of locations and the multiple states I've been across, I have never seen or heard of this anywhere. That is my issue, the inconsistency in what a person deems necessary that day as an inspector. Hell, that's how putting trash bags over clean equipment probably started. Hmm, how do we tell that this IV pump has been wiped down and cleaned for next patient use? I mean, a tag that displays who cleaned it and the date that it was cleaned and possibly what they used to clean it. No, that's not efficient at all. Let's have them just cover it in a trash bag. And you cannot use a excuse saying that a tag would be a waste of resources. Because as a biomed, when we go into a facility and we have to test a piece of equipment, Guess what's blocking us from testing it? The trash bag. So we have to tear open the trash bag anyway to test it. So either it gets recovered or how will you know it was cleaned? Again, the, the whole trash bag thing is just another silly thing that a lot of inspectors like to, you know, throw up arms about. I will say that COVID has been a change medium inside the medical realm. So many facilities, unfortunately, had to close their doors over the past years for good, uh, essentially limiting already limited access um, in parts of Texas that needed it. The nurses, doctors, medical staff, and of course, my fellow biomeds out there that did all the work uh, were nothing but amazing. I appreciate everything. Uh, I commend every one of you who busted your ass to take care of us. Uh, here in Texas, it was screwy for a while, man. I remember back when the whole ventilator scare occurred and vents were getting streamlined and pumped out across America. And you get a ventilator, you get a ventilator. Now, several regional facilities here in Texas, I take care of, received multiple boxes of ventilators from the states because they needed them to take care of their patients. Only to be told a day later that they needed to be sent back immediately. Because, oh, we didn't mean to send you those, even though they're currently being used on patients because they had that many COVID patients that required them. Even equipment needing to be serviced 
either for inspections, incoming uh, surgical procedures or repairs, couldn't even get taken care of by biomeds because we couldn't get access to the facilities in the beginning. Uh, back, I believe, uh, March 2019 when all this started. So the whole situation was uneasy for a while. Uh, I'm truly happy that we have a better handle on COVID as a nation now than we did because simply it was going to shit. Uh, we aren't out of the woods yet, but we're certainly getting there. Now, as I have stated before, I am absolutely appreciative of what I do and I love what I do. And since I love what I do, I'm going to have contention about some things that, you know, are either funny or maybe need to be improved upon. But at the end of the day, a biomed's work is important. And for all my fellow biomeds out there, take pride in what you do. Understand that we are one of the many facets of the medical healthcare system that assure patient safety. And I take that wholeheartedly. I appreciate you listening. If you have listened this far on my multiple rambles, um, I'm looking forward to bringing on some guests here in the near future and discussing some things. Uh, I am the bearded biomed. I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a great day. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Bearded.